November is finally here, and hopefully with a new month comes a new slate for the Dallas Stars as they look to correct some of their offensive woes. On today's episode, we'll talk about a little bit of what went wrong on Friday night, which is a lot of things, as well as some of just the offensive inefficiencies overall in the month of October for Dallas. And then we'll end the show by taking a quick look at the AHL down at the boys in Cedar Park. All of this coming up on a Monday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis. It is Monday, November 1st. Two more months in 2021, people. It's crazy. This year has certainly flown by very fast for me, as I'm sure is the case for many of you. I hope you had a great Halloween. I hope a lot of great candy was eaten. I hope fun was had by all. Uh, And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, Halloween, personally, not my favorite uh, holiday of the year, although I do enjoy uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And I just feel like Halloween is a great excuse to eat even more of those than I probably should. Um, So I love it for that reason. But lots to talk about on today's episode of Locked on Stars. But before we jump into everything, whether this is your first time listening or you are a recurring listener, I want to say thank you for stopping by the show today. Thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. I encourage you to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast at. It's absolutely free and it helps me and the Locked On Podcast Network out a ton. Really do appreciate you guys listening, subscribing, following. You can subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts at as well as on YouTube. But without any further ado, let's get right into the nitty gritty here on a Monday on Locked On Stars. I want to take a moment and kind of not necessarily recap, but just, uh, I guess, rant about Friday's loss to the Ottawa Senators. Um, Ottawa came into this game um, having lost three straight, uh, you know, going into this matchup with Dallas. They had not won since they last played Dallas in Ottawa. Um, I guess now that's over two weeks ago. Um, But by the end of the game on Friday night, Dallas would leave the American Airlines Center with their own three-game losing skid. Uh, This this past week was rough um, for the Dallas Stars as a team. And I know for me as a fan, from what I've seen on social media, for several other fans as well, uh, three games that, you know, going into the week, I thought, that Dallas had a really good chance to be 3-0 and in those games against Columbus, Vegas, and, of course, Ottawa. Um, but, no, they, they go 0-2-1. They do at least salvage one point in the game against Vegas. But salvage doesn't really seem like the right word um, because they dominated and were winning most of that game um, and, and choked it at the end, uh, to be to be quite honest, to be quite blunt with it. Um, but remember on, on Friday's show um, when I was reading off a list of some of the big up-and-coming guys in the Ottawa Senators organization. Uh, yeah, uh, if you listen Friday, of course you do, uh, because it was all about previewing that game. Um, little did I know that I was actually um, dooming the Dallas Stars and reading off a list of guys who would score against the Stars on Friday, because it seems like just about everyone that I talked about in good detail uh, put the puck in the back of the net against Braden Holtby. Guys like Brady Kachuk uh, scoring his first goal of the season, um, on a turnover from Dallas on the list, a really sloppy turnover, which we'll talk about um, a little. Well, no, we won't because that's literally the next point. And we can talk on it now. Uh, the Dallas Stars, really sloppy with the puck, giving away the puck 20 
times. And, and you know, several of those times, if not all of them, resulted in uh, Ottawa goals. Uh, Connor Brown scored a goal for the Ottawa Senators, another really talented guy. And then Josh Brown had two goals for the Ottawa Senators to give them a 4-1 to one win. Uh, and I mean, just a pretty bad performance all around um, outside of the offensive side of things. But the puck was not finding the net um, all except for one time. Um, but really, Dallas, who's been known for their defense most of this season, uh, again, really looked bad against Ottawa like they did two weeks ago. Um, really frustrating to see um, turning over the puck 20 times is unacceptable against any team, um, but especially a team, you know, that is going to score four goals on you. Uh, you just absolutely can't do that. It was not doing Braden Holtzby any favors. Braden Holtzby has had a really nice season, um, but he can only do so much. Um, one, his offense really needs to help him out and, you know, give him some room to breathe, give him some room to operate, give him room to make mistakes because no goalie is perfect. Goalies are going to have nights where they give up three or four goals. Uh, you know, you don't like to see that as a fan of any team, but it, it happens. It's an inevitability in the game of hockey. Um, but his team wasn't doing him any favors on the offensive end, but even in terms of clearing the defensive zone, uh, Dallas, you know, they've been so-so on that this season. They've had some games where they've done it really well. And they've had some games like Friday where they didn't necessarily do it very well. And, you know, of course, Ottawa capitalized. And if a team like the Ottawa Senators are capitalizing, uh, a team that's off to a shaky start this season, uh, one can only imagine how a really talented team would respond to getting the puck for free in their own offensive zone um, when maybe they have a man advantage. Once again, Dallas led this game statistically um, in shots on goal, face-off wins, hits. But, of course, it did not matter um, because they just could not get the puck past Philip uh, Gustafson. Um, Gustafson had a really nice night. He's another young player that I didn't really even talk about um, on Friday because I wasn't 100% sure that he would be a net for Ottawa. Um, but he was pretty much lights out outside of the one power play goal that the Dallas Stars scored. Um, and that's really the one positive takeaway from this hockey game from Friday night was we scored on the power play. Um, we've been complaining about the Dallas Stars power play all season long, but Joe Pavelski comes through in the second period, puts the puck in the back of the net from a nice pass from his teammate, Alexander Radulov. Um, it was nice to see. And, and, you know, I was at the game Friday, and it was a nice moment in the building. I think Dallas was down 3-0 at that point. And so, you know, to cut that lead down, uh, deficit rather, down to two um, was nice. And there was a nice burst of energy in the building, and the Stars really fed off of that as a team. And it led to a lot of other really, really good looks at the net um, that they unfortunately could not capitalize on. It was frustrating. Um, it, you know, it was, that was like a fun little stretch right there from the from the power play starting to the goal um to the sequences after some of the most de determined and probably most aggressive hockey we've seen the stars play all season i won't go go on and say that that second period was their best of the season because there were still a lot of mistakes um but that sequence was nice and encouraging of course always good to see joe pavelski getting in the score column of course he already has a goal this season um but of course you know we love to see a guy like joe pavelski continue to contribute to this team um Man, but the offensive push was incredible to see in that second period and some other moments in the game. Um, guys like Rupe Hits, Jason Robertson had some really nice looks at the net, just unfortunately could not connect, um, you know, could not hit pay dirt, if you will. I know that's kind of more of a football term, um, but it feels applicable here as well uh, here on, for, for hockey, for the Dallas Stars. Um, but coming up next, we are going to talk a little bit about the offensive inefficiencies, kind of look at the numbers of it, and I guess. Maybe some of the math behind it. I wouldn't say math was the right word, 
um, but just some of the statistics and how Dallas's offense and their scoring opportunities stack up to maybe some other teams in the league. But before we do all that, I want to say thank you to one of the sponsors of today's episode, and that is Direct TV. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. So you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Moving on to the next segment on today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Want to take a moment and kind of take a deep dive into some of the offensive inefficiencies and shortcomings of the Dallas Stars so far this season. Because about a month in, we're a little shy of being a month in. Um, I feel like I'm just beating a dead horse, but um, it, it's the big storyline of this season so far for Dallas is just a lack of offensive production. Um, but I, it's infuriating, to say the least, um, something that you absolutely hate to see. But, uh, it, you know, it's not necessarily because of a lack of opportunities. Um, Dallas has lost to several subpar teams that they probably should have beaten. And it's not because they're shooting themselves in the foot or not having opportunities to shoot at the net. Uh, it's just unlucky, I guess, is the term. Um, I don't know how much luck plays into it. Or, you know, they're running into a goalie every single night that's just playing the best game of the season for themselves, um, which when you think about it logically, that can't happen from now every game until May. Um, they just can't. There, there's no way. that I don't know the probability on that, but it has to be incredibly small, uh, incredibly, incredibly small. Um, so Dallas's offensive inefficiencies are not from a lack of opportunity um, I went to one of my favorite websites that I've found ever since being the host of Lockdown Stars, um, a website called Natural Stat Trick. I've talked about it here before. I encourage you to go give them a look. Um, man, they do so much good work when it comes to numbers and some really deep analytics and statistics surrounding the NHL, not just the Dallas Stars. You can get numbers on any team, any player that's in the league right now. Um, really interesting stuff. A lot of stuff that even I myself don't fully understand that I'm sure other hockey experts and podcasters are also still learning as well. It's all really exciting. A lot of information, but if you're a big numbers, analytics, statistics fan of the game, um, I encourage you to go give it out. Again, that's naturalstattrick.com. Um, but they, uh, you know, cover some stats like scoring opportunities for, like, so scoring opportunities for a team um, and scoring, you know, opportunities that are executed for a team. Um, and Dallas is currently ranked 12th, tied with uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, um, and scoring chances for. So these are scoring opportunities for a team, um, and they are ranked 12th in the league. Um, and just kind of throwing this out there for fun. That is more um, than teams like the undefeated Carolina Hurricanes, um, as well as teams like the New York Rangers, who are off to a good start this season. The Tampa Bay Lightning, who off to a little bit of a shaky start, but still a very good team, kind of still finding their way. Um, and the Edmonton Oilers, just to name a few. So some really good teams there. Dallas, according to Natural Satrick, has more scoring opportunities than these teams. So these teams that have better records than Dallas, that have played good you know about the same level if not better competition so far this season um but dallas has more scoring opportunities than these teams um you know however 
this is this is the sad part. Another stat that gets measured, like I said, is goals scored off scoring chances. So off those scoring opportunities. And on that list, Dallas is tied for last. Uh, and it's a three-way tie. And they are tied with two other teams in the Central Division, those teams being the Arizona Coyotes and the Chicago Blackhawks, neither of whom have a win so far this season. Uh, and that's absolutely devastating to see. Um, some other teams down at the bottom. I remember Columbus was kind of down at the bottom. San Jose, uh, teams like that. Uh, but, man, it's disheartening. Seven goals um, for the Dallas Stars so far this season in regulation. Uh, again, tied with Arizona and Chicago, who are just dumpster fires of, of organizations for different reasons, for multiple different reasons um, that I won't dive into right now. Um, I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah, Dallas, you know, is three, four, and one. Um, again, not a record to write home about by any means, but a better record than uh, Arizona and Chicago. But yet Dallas is down there with them when it comes to goals scored off of scoring opportunities, which they are in the top half of the league and in, in scoring opportunities for it are the Dallas Stars. Just, you know, and especially against Vegas and Ottawa, we saw the offensive opportunities. Uh, and, you know, we're continually asking, you know, what could have been in those games. Um, and so incredibly discouraging to see. Um, and after Friday's loss, um, a media manager for the Dallas Stars, Kyle Shohara, um, wrote an article kind of recapping the game. Always articles that come out after the game, whether, whether excuse me, whether from him or Mike Heike, um, just kind of recapping the game, giving some of their takeaways. Um, and, and Shohara made, you know, an interesting point, kind of a funny point almost, mentioned uh, the Stars falling victim to what he called the ketchup bottle effect. Um, so basically the idea, like, you know, if you're at home or at a restaurant and you're looking to, you know, use ketchup, and maybe you don't shake it very well properly and you try to squeeze the ketchup bottle and you try to get, you know, ketchup to come out onto the plate um, or wherever you're trying to get it to go. But it doesn't. And then, you know, you have to shake it up or you have to keep squeezing. And then eventually, uh, you know, as science has it, uh, you squeeze hard enough and then ketchup just comes out. And it, oftentimes it's more than you think, more than you needed, more than you asked for. Um, but in this case, for the Dallas Stars, we, we need that. We need all the ketchup to come out of the bottle fill the plate, overflow off the plate. Um, but uh, just kind of a, a funny um, read to me, calling it the ketchup bottle effect. Um, I, I love that illustration. Um, and, and, you know, I, I hope that is the case. I hope Dallas is uh, on the verge of, you know, breaking free of, of the imaginary ketchup bottle that is currently constraining their offense. Uh, and, and you even look at, and I know I've talked about this before, but Coach Bonus is not necessarily frustrated with his team, he's just frustrated with the results that the team is getting, and he's frustrated from the lack of goals and lack of points that have come from their opportunities. Um, he's quoted saying in one of his most recent press conferences, uh, he says, the chances we're getting should put us back into the game. Um, put us back into the game is referring to the games against Vegas and Ottawa. And he says, but we don't score. The right guys are getting chances, but they're not going in for them right now. Uh, so obviously I think he's pleased, and I, and I don't, I mean, I think he should be, with the opportunities that his guys are getting, they're you know guys like I said, Rupe Robertson getting really good looks, Joe Pavelski getting good looks, uh, Alexander Radulov getting some good looks, Sagan, uh, you, you name it. I mean, there's guys Mira Hasten and even from the blue line getting solid looks, uh, and the Stars just need the floodgates to open because, as I mentioned in the last segment, we we've seen what can happen when they do score. Um, it gives them momentum, and if they're playing at home, it gives the fans momentum, which again in turn gives the Stars more momentum, um, which is just so valuable. Um, you definitely need to be winning games at home. So it's frustrating to see Dallas lose two in a, three in a row in general, but then two in a row at home against teams that they, on paper, probably should have beaten. 
um, especially the Ottawa Senators. I, I, I truly do think that they should have come away uh, on Friday with the win, but unfortunately they just did not play well defensively and could not get anything to go in on the offensive side. Um, so here we are once again, <laughs> morning losses. Um, but as I said, it's a new week. And so hopefully um, once they go on this Canadian road trip through Winnipeg, Calgary, and Vancouver, um, we'll see some of these shots go in. Um, and maybe maybe this road trip, um, as odd as it may sound, as unlikely as it might seem, um, it can maybe be a small turning point for the Stars this season that they can look back at the end of the season and be like, this is kind of where we hit our stride offensively. Um, because, man, once we have that first game where the Stars can score three, four, maybe even five goals, I know that sounds ambitious, um, but it's got to happen at some point. Um, once that first game happens, I, I think that's something that the Stars can take and you know celebrate it for a little bit, and then you move on and you build off of that. You say, okay, what worked in this game? How were we able to do this? Uh, you know, whether it was, you know, beating a goalie and finally kind of getting a goalie's number and getting the best of him, uh, whether playing better defensively and clearing the defensive zone better and getting good looks on breakaway passing opportunities, um, whatever that might be, um, the Dallas Stars just need to have that game where they finally hit their stride offensively and they need to be able to look at that game and then build upon whatever they do. So I'm excited to see if they're able to do that in these coming games against uh, Winnipeg, Calgary, and the Vancouver Canucks. Coming up next to close out today's episode of Locked on Stars, I thought we'd take another quick moment to check in with the boys down in Cedar Park with the AHL affiliate team, the Texas Stars. Um, but before we do that, I want to take a moment and say thank you to another sponsor of today's episode, and that is Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorite flavors. And if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. And here they are. They have coconut. Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, and German Chocolate. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're also healthy for you as well. They have 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories that range from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. You can go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And to close out today's episode of the Locked On Stars podcast, I want to take a quick moment and just kind of check in and see how things are going down at the AHL affiliate level for the Dallas Stars in Cedar Park with the Texas Stars. The Texas Stars are currently sitting at a 3-3 three three record and are fourth in the Central Division in the AHL. Uh, also, I don't think I ever mentioned on the podcast, just kind of got uh, lost in the new cycles of games and just other things happening with the team. But Jacob Peterson, who scored the first goal for Dallas this season um, in New York City against the Rangers, was recently moved down to Cedar Park to play with the Texas Stars. Um, kind of sad to see, kind of bittersweet, I guess, because he, you know, he did score the first goal, his first NHL goal in his first NHL game in Madison Square Garden. Uh, just a really cool story there. Um, but just kind of sad to see. Um, obviously, I think he'll have way more opportunities down the road to play at the NHL level. Um, by no means is, do I think that this move is, you know, uh, you know, the team, organization, coaching staff, what have you, saying that he's a bad player. Um, just, you know, sending him down to the HL where he's going to get more playing time, more time to develop. Um, and I think that's going to be really beneficial for him. And I, and I think we're seeing that even now because he hasn't seemed to miss a beat through two games played. He has two goals. Uh, and so, you know, hopefully Jacob Peterson's able to have a really nice season down in Cedar Park. And hopefully, you know, we'll see him back on the roster maybe in the spring. 
come near playoff time, or you know, maybe it won't be until next season. Um, but a lot of good things in store for Jacob Peterson if he keeps grinding, keeps things going. I'm really excited to see what his future holds for him. Hopefully, as a member of the Dallas Stars organization for a long time, because he is truly a talented player. Some other notable players on the Texas Stars right now: um, Curtis McKenzie, um, you know, Texas Stars veteran. Uh, you know, he's been a namestay with the Texas Stars for quite a while. Moved around the the AHL a little bit, um, but has come back to Texas. Um, he currently leads the team with six points, with one goal, five assists. Um, really nice, you know, to see him continue to be productive. Um, kind of an older veteran of the American Hockey League. Um, you know, maybe a guy that I don't know when, we're, when we'll see him at the NHL level. Um, but nice to see production from him. Um, you know, a guy that's been with the organization for so long, continuing to put in work. Um, Riley Damiani, another guy that we talked about last time we checked in with this team, uh, the rookie of the year for the AHL last season. Um, still having a productive season so far through six games with five points uh, from two two goals, three assists. Um, love to see the production from him. Hopefully he's another guy that maybe, you know, he and Peterson can be paired together uh, and can be kind of the next up and coming forward duo that comes out of our developmental um, area in the organization. Uh, and second year AHL player, um, Jordan Kawaguchi, uh, has four points all coming from assists so far in this young season. Um, really exciting to see him get involved in the offense. A guy that I don't think I've paid too much attention to on this show, um, and even just personally because he's been drowned out by other names uh, like Peterson, McKenzie, Damiani, uh, and even you know Jake Ottinger, Riley Tufty, another guy who's having a nice season, two goals so far, and insist in this young season uh, after he had a pretty nice productive preseason at the uh, with the NHL team. Uh, nothing too crazy to write home about, but another guy that I am excited to see his future um, and to keep an eye on as time goes on. Um, Jake Gottinger, uh, I mentioned his name a little bit ago, continuing to be pretty good uh, at the HL level. Nothing outstanding, but also not bad by any means, continuing to, um, you know, develop, produce, get better. He has a 0.934 save percentage at the moment, um, and hopefully he's able to continue to produce well and stay ready in case his number needs to be called uh, for him to come play in Dallas in case there's an injury or in case Anton Hedovin or Braden Holtby can completely fall off the face of the earth and uh, start to to play bad, which none of them um, have played terrible on their own fault. Um, I think a lot of some of their mistakes have also, you know, you could pass the blame on to the defense not doing them many favors. Um, but hopefully Jake Ottinger able to continue to develop, produce, um, because he's another really exciting guy in this organization, uh, an organization where it seems like we have too many goalies because Lord knows what's happening with Ben Bishop and if and when we'll ever see him put on a jersey and play for the Dallas Stars again. That's still TBD. Um, still kind of a crazy situation, even though it feels right now we're kind of set with Hugh Doman and Holtzby, um, but hopefully the rest of the team can help those guys out uh, and help them look a little better at the end of games. Um, Texas will be hitting the road um, coming this week, uh, heading first to Colorado, where they'll take on the Colorado Eagles, and then they will play in San Jose to play the San Jose Barracuda. They'll play two games each, so two games in Colorado, two games in San Jose, and then they will come back home uh, next week for some games. I believe they play Colorado the first few games that they're back home. And I can't remember some of the games after that. I did not look that too far uh, into the schedule. But I think um, you can find you know these games online on AHL TV. Um, so if you're ever interested to catch up with the Texas Stars, I know that their Twitter account is also quite active. They're posting game highlights. Um, so if you ever want to see some highlights of these guys that I mentioned, um, I encourage you to go find the Texas Stars online on social media, um, wherever you can find them, because they're probably posting stats, 
news storylines, highlights, anything that you could ever want to know about some of the players at the developmental level of the Stars organization. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll preview the Dallas Stars' first division matchup of the regular season versus the Winnipeg Jets. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcast with host Scott Cohen as he leans in on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience to help you win your fantasy league. Uh, it's free and available on all podcasting platforms, so be sure to go give Scott a listen if you want to win your fantasy hockey league. Be sure to subscribe to the show, Locked on Stars. Follow the show. Leave a review if you like what you hear. Tell your family, tell your friends that are looking for some Stars content um, to go along and be a nice supplement to watching the Dallas Stars play, um, whether it's in person, on TV. Uh, you know, I, This podcast is a great supplement of value to add to that to get some insight uh, and just my take on certain things. So. Be sure to tell your family, tell your friends. Leave a review again if you like what you hear from this podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Have a wonderful day, and we will see you back here tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Stars.